What's up, world? Welcome to the Positive Truth, uplifting and positive news to help you believe yourself and the world around you. Tim, what we're trying to bring. Here at the Positive Truth, we're trying to bring awareness, empowerment, inspiration, optimism, and understanding to communities everywhere. JP, how are you, sir? I'm feeling inspirational because it's Inspirational Friday. We have a couple of inspirational stories about awesome people doing awesome things. Before we get to that, make sure to like, share, subscribe, rate and review. Helps us out so much. Helps us spread our message of positivity out to the world. We also have a Patreon where you get an extra positive news episode every single week. And you can tell us where you want us to donate to our monthly drives and our community drives. Tim, what do you have for your inspirational story for today? I have this really, really cool story. I did so much research just on just how to say this man's name. <laughs> but Dobri Debrev is who I'm going to be talking about today. And this guy is really, really amazing. Um, he was born in 1914 um, in Bulgaria, which is pretty cool to me because uh, I didn't read anything about anybody ever born in Bulgaria before, which is kind of interesting, right? Really? Yeah, man. Not that I pay attention to anyways. Hmm. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> but he was born on the eve of the First World War, man. And uh, he grew up... 13 miles east of uh, Bulgaria, I guess you're going to say. Um, his father was actually killed in World War I, so his mom had to raise him and four other brothers by herself. Now, growing up, he ended up enlisting into the military. During the Second World War, he ended up blowing out one of his ears because of uh, aerial bombing. Um, so he couldn't hear out of his left ear at all. This man just had a tough childhood, ended up going to the military, got out of it, not okay either. But then a blessing came by. Um, in 1940, he actually married his wife, and they ended up having four children. He was living a very, very happy life for a while. And then in 2000, he kind of had this uh, crisis. He just realized, you know what? Everything that I have, it's not important. And he gave everything away. His home, his clothes, everything that he had. He took off his clothes, went to a church, and he decided to live there in 2000 at the age of 86. Now, why he did this, he realized, you know what, he has so much. He's been blessed his whole entire life. A lot of bad things have happened to him, but he knows he's meant for more. So what he decided to do for the rest of his life, which I think this is crazy, crazy amazing, he dressed in a homespun clothes and put on these ancient leather shoes. And no matter what season it was, raining, snowing, sunshine, he was out on a corner of a cathedral begging for money, begging for food, anything he could get. He did this every single day from 2000 to February 13th, 2018. That's when he passed away. Now, this man, what he did with all this money that he begged for, he donated it to orphanages, he donated it to churches, he didn't keep a penny of it. He was living off of 1.5 euros a day and he asked, he was asked, why are you doing this? Why are you donating all this money? And he said, because I have bread and I have water. I don't need anything else. So every day for 18 years, this man did this. Everybody in his community knew who he was. He was like the grandpa of that community. Everybody loved him, cherished him. And when he passed away, a news article had a strip on the bottom of TV, like you know most TV uh, news channels do. And uh, everybody cried out basically whenever this happened. They painted a huge mural of him in their community. And I just thought this story was amazing because this is one man that had a lot, who started off bad, who had a lot and realized, you know what, all of this that I had that I gained isn't as important as actually giving back and helping others. So I think uh, Dobry inspired me a little bit all the way over here in Oklahoma. Yeah, that's pretty crazy, man. That's 18 years of living off, 18 years of living not for yourself at all. Like, at all. 
I can't even imagine it. And then giving him back everything you have. Really got nothing to add there. <laughs> <laughs> it's hard to, man. <laughs> I got a really, really cool video I'm going to share the Facebook page oh, of course as well. You do. <laughs> it's kind of a summary of what I just talked about. So check it out, the Positive Truth Podcast, Dobie DeBrev. Before we get to my last inspirational story, we like to pause and do audio meditation. It's where me and Tim talk about one thing we're grateful for each. Because in the stresses of life, we often overlook all the great things going on in our own lives. We encourage everyone listening to think of one thing you're grateful for as well. Guaranteed to make your day so much more positive. Tim, what are you grateful for today? I'm grateful for the conversations I have in my 30s. I've realized that I've had multiple conversations about my health, insurance, work, sleep schedule, books, things that I would have never talked about 10 years ago, things that I would have ran from 15 years ago. Literally. <laughs> so I'm definitely... Uh, and figuratively, I guess. Exactly, man. I'm, I'm really grateful for these uh, mature conversations that I'm able to have with you guys, man. I'm going to be grateful for people to have mature conversations with because some people don't have them. Well said. So my inspirational story is about the man... His name is Matt, and he has the world record for the longest archery. Matt Stutzman, he has the world record for the longest archery, I guess, shot ever. Also, guess. he's like Robin Hood the cartoon. So, in January of 2010, he decided I would be the best archer in the world. By 2011, he had made the U.S. team, and by 2012, he went to his first games and got a silver. Man. In 2016, he went, but his bow broke, so he couldn't qualify. And then 2020, of course, hasn't happened yet. But he's already on the team. But here's the thing about Matt. Not only is he a silver medalist, not only does he have the world record for longest archery shot in the world in history, he doesn't have any arms. Oh, my God. Wait, this is like the... This isn't the... What? He doesn't have arms. Keep going, man. This is awesome. So when he was born... His, uh, he was born on a farm, and his, whenever his parents found out he wouldn't have arms, they were like, we can't imagine raising a paraplegic child. So at four months, they just basically just gave him back for adoption. Man. And so whenever he was adopted, they got him these, they got him some arms, and they're like, we're not gonna stop him from doing anything. We're not gonna try to help him at all. We're just gonna let him figure it out on his own. And that's what he did, he figured out how to do almost everything. He was climbing trees with these prosthetic arms. He was doing whatever he could to make it work. And he said he had this ability and this willingness to try anything. And like he couldn't find a job because no one would give him a chance. He was like, I would, I, he would like do anything. And so growing up, like he figured out how to drive a car he would use his foot and then like use the other foot to like steer and he got his own little custom thing made. He has a motorcycle's license too. Dude, this dude is doing things I don't even do and I have both of my arms. <laughs> Hands that work fine, ugh. So in 2009 at the height of the first financial, the major banking financial right. crisis, it was deer season in Iowa and he had always shot a gun with his feet too. And he was like, I should start I used to do a bow, I should start doing this. My man was hunting with his feet? Yeah, so he, he was taking out deer to feed his family because he couldn't get a job because people are so, you don't have arms, you can't help us. Matt is a survivor, man. <laughs> keep pushing, keep it going, my bad, man. So to earn a little extra cash, he started entering target shooting competitions. He got a sponsorship 
And then he was like, I would show up to these competitions. They'd be like, oh, it's a guy with no arms. And then he started showing up a year later. I'm like, oh, it's Matt. He's going to kick our butts. <laughs> <laughs> and so, yeah. Now he's one of the best archers in the world. And he's like, I've just never let anything stop me. People have always doubted me. And my parents told me, just keep going, fighting through failures. So can I ask you, is the Olympics the uh, Paralympics, or is it like... Yeah, it's the Paralympics. Oh, okay, cool. I was I mean, like... he, he can't do the uh, regular ones because you have to stand up for them. Ah, uh, okay. And he can't do that because, you know... Well, he probably could. Not going to put it past dude at this point. At this point, yeah, man. I'm not putting past Matt. I feel like we need to sponsor him, though, man. We give you some positivity. That's about it. But, man, shout out to Matt, dude. That dude is doing some things. So, yeah, like, he's already qualified. But, yeah, nothing can hold you back, Tim. Man, no questions asked. I feel like I need to climb a tree or something, like, ASAP. Um, this is Oklahoma. Our trees are wimpy because of the wind, because they're designed, not designed, they've evolved <laughs> to where they know if they get these heavy trunks they hit by the wind, they're just going to fall over. So most of these trees aren't very climbable, so I would not suggest it. They're all kind of flimsy. <laughs> I'm taking my chances, JP. YOLO. Helmets. <laughs> Insurance. Insurance. <laughs> Health. Before we get out of here, do you have a quote, Tim? Absolutely. Stop being afraid what can go wrong and start being positive about what can go right, JP. <laughs> Quotes by Tim. Yeah, you can go up our trees that are only 20 feet high. Congratulations. They can barely support their own weight, let alone yours. Hey, man, look how little I am. <laughs> You're bigger than these trees out here. If you've never been to Oklahoma, it is not like the East Coast. It's not like California Redwoods. The trees here are flimsy because we have these things called winds and tornadoes. I think that was the first time somebody said I was bigger than anything. So thank you, JP, for that. How many trees around here have you? do you see that you, can, <laughs> that you, you could actually climb? I'm just being real. Man, I got one in my backyard I can climb. Even then, that's a small tree on an evolutionary scale. Like, oh, touche. <laughs> compared to the rest of the world, we have some of the smallest and like flimsiest trees possible because of the wind. I'm we gotta, just saying. We gotta travel more, man. We, I, <laughs> I agree. I'm just saying you climbing a tree here is not a good decision, my man. Also, I can't remember what it's called, but Oklahoma has like a dividing line down the center. So like, if you go more to the east, there's a lot more trees, and if you go west, there's basically nothing on the panel. Yeah. There's like yeah. no trees. I've noticed that, huh? There's like an ecological line that's coming down the center. So I'm saying, and we're on the side without the trees. <laughs> <laughs> JP with the fun facts. All right, I feel that, man. So don't we should have ended this podcast episode a while ago. So yeah, we're I want to learn more. We need to like add this to another episode. That's why you should subscribe to the Patreon because we do this all the time. Take that world. We're out. Stay positive.